Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to do a recipe that I love to make. I make it pretty often and it is one of those one pan wonders. I call it Mac stir fry. One of the things I like about this recipe is that you can use whatever you have, whatever vegetables you have available, fresh or frozen. I even use some jarred things sometimes in this. Put in it what you like. And this recipe uses a large skillet. So if you have a large skillet or a wok or just a large fry pan will work fine. If not, you can even do this in a Dutch oven. It's pretty basic as far as a stir fry goes. The one thing you have to remember with stir fry is you have to put the vegetables in in the order of how long it takes them to cook so that you don't have some things are overcooked and some things are undercooked. You want to try and get it so that as you put things in, the ones that take a long time you start with and then you build up and, and it comes out pretty good. So what after you make a stir fry a few times, you get onto it. It's not a difficult thing to make. But like I said, it's one of those, you know, whatever you have on hand, you have to kind of think about it a little bit. So here's a list of what I usually put in it. And as I go along, I'll kind of tell you what to do with each thing that we put into this. You'll need some olive oil for frying. You need an onion and you want to cut that into strips. So if you cut it up and down ways instead of like slices for a hamburger, you know, cut it up and down and then strip it. That's how you want your onion done. I highly recommend also, this is one of those mise en place recipes also where you want to have everything prepped before you get started. You know, think about that as you're you're doing something. This is a great opportunity to use all your little bowls and uh, things like that. It really helps a lot too if you kind of put them in order of how you're going to put them into the pan. Back again to the onion. You're going to cut your onion into strips, put it in a bowl. Four carrots. When you do carrots, they take a long time to cook. So what I'll do sometimes is either steam them for a minute or two or put them in the microwave for a minute or two to just kind of pre-cook them a little bit because they'll take forever if you don't. So you need four carrots cleaned and you can slice them on the bias to an inch long piece of carrot depending on how thick the carrot is. It's better if you can use a smaller diameter carrot and then cut them on the bias because it makes them look nice in the stir fry. Okay, celery, you want two or three stalks of celery. I usually use two, and you want to clean that and slice it into half-inch thick slices. You want a little bit bigger of a slice. These you're not going to pre-cook or anything, because you want to be a little bit crunchy. A cup of sliced zucchini, and what I usually do with the zucchini is cut it about a fourth of an inch thick, and then cut the slices in half, so they're like a half moon a cup of sliced zucchini, a cup of sliced yellow squash, one bell pepper, any color you like, or if you want to get a variety of bell peppers and use like a half of each one, you know, you can put more pepper in if you like, whatever. Sometimes I get the package of three peppers where you have a red, a yellow, and an orange, and I'll do half of each and cut them into strips. You need one to two cups of broccoli. Now, if broccoli isn't in season, or if it's outrageously expensive, you can use frozen and you want to use the florets. And what I usually do if I'm going to use it frozen is I just put it in a colander and rinse it to kind of get the ice off of it and let that drain. So one to two cups of broccoli, depending on how much you like broccoli. 
And if you use fresh, you can do the same thing, like clean it and just cut it so that you have the florets. And then you can peel the stem and cut that into small chunks also, like half inch chunks, so you don't waste any of it. You know, either one is fine. Sliced mushrooms. Again, you can use canned or fresh. And minced garlic. You need two teaspoons of minced garlic. Some other things that you could add to this if you want are sugar snap peas, about half a cup of those. You can add a tin of water chestnuts. You just drain them and you can slice them in half and add them. Green onions are good in here. You know, you can chop up the stem and chop up the onion and put that in. Anything that you like really that would go well in a stir fry works well. So you can be as creative as you like. If you don't want to have meat in it, you can stop here and this is it. If you want to have meat in it, you can put in a pound of cooked chicken and you want to cut that up into about one inch pieces. You can use a block of tofu, of firm tofu, cut that up into chunks in a separate pan and fry it up with some soy vey on it to give it a little bit of flavor. You can use that. You can use steak. You can cut up steak and put in here. Or you really don't have to put anything like that, any protein at all in here. You can just leave it as the vegetables. It's really good too. You'll also need cooked rice. So use whatever rice you like. You can use minute rice. You can use regular rice, long grain rice, brown rice, wild rice, whatever kind of rice you like. And you'd want to have a cup of rice per person, which maybe sounds like a lot, but it really isn't once you start, you know, eating it. And I like soy vey very, very teriyaki sauce. So that's what I always um, serve with mine. It's so good. I don't even get anything else anymore. So you can use whatever you like on it if you like soy sauce or whatever. But I like the soy vey very, very teriyaki myself. So here's how you're going to do this. Like I said, you want to get your vegetables. You want to have them cleaned and prepped and then their individual bowls and in the order that you're going to go. You would want to put your onion and garlic in first. And then your next step is your carrots and celery. If you were going to put in water chestnuts, you could put them in with your celery. Then you're going to put your zucchini and your squash and your pepper in. And then you're going to put your broccoli and your mushrooms. That way, if you put them in, fry them for two or three minutes, put the next one in two or three minutes, and you build it as you go, really nothing should get overcooked. Even if it does get overcooked, who cares? Because it's still good. But it's nice to have a little bit of, I wouldn't say crunch exactly, but a little bit of firmness in your vegetables. You don't want them to be mushy. I've gotten like distracted and had things get mushy, you know, on me or else I've, you know, not paid attention and stirred it enough and part of it will be and part of it won't be, but I don't, it still tastes good, you know. Now, if you're going to put meat in it, you have two options. You can either use leftover meat, like leftover chicken breast, leftover steak, um, something like that, or you can cook it while you're doing your vegetables, which I sometimes do too. If I'm going to cook chicken or steak, I'll start that first and then start my onions and garlic, you know, kind of go like that. And then it comes out about the same time. And then I'll take that chicken or steak or tofu and just cut that up into either thin strips, maybe about an inch long or inch square chunks or something like that. You can do it however you prefer to do it. Sometimes steak is a little bit easier to do in the strip. 
once you feel like your vegetables are about done, you can add your meat to the vegetables and toss that around so everything's very well blended. And then put about two tablespoons of your sauce that you plan to serve with it right on there and toss that around. So you don't want a lot of it on there, but you want just a little bit of it to kind of flavor the juice that's been sweated off the vegetables and kind of coat the meat a little bit and toss that around so it's kind of reasonably well distributed. And now you're going to get ready to serve this. This is best served on a plate or like a big serving bowl. And what you want to do is put your rice down first, um, a nice scoop of rice, and then put the vegetables on top of that and drizzle your teriyaki sauce or whatever sauce you want to use on top of that. And you're ready to go. It's ready to eat. This is so good. And it comes together so quickly. I love it. I, I just love it. One of the things I like to do with this particular recipe is, like if I happen to have, say, just gone to the grocery store and I have everything right now, I'll get it and get everything prepped ahead of time so that when I come home from work, I basically just take everything out of the refrigerator and it's ready to go. And I love to do that because this can come together for me in like maybe 45 minutes. You know, I get my rice on. And then I get my skillet and start cooking everything and it comes together so quick. It's really nice. So if, you, if you're if you able to think ahead like that or say you have leftover chicken breasts or leftover steak or something and you're able to pull it together really quickly like that, it's so nice. You know, it's nice to come home from work and just pow, supper's ready. So I hope you give this recipe a try. It's a Mackinellen favorite. It's a, it's a go-to, you know, when you don't know what to have for supper and you feel like maybe you haven't had very many vegetables lately. This is, this is a really good one. And I like it especially because you can do this if you don't add the meat to it and you keep the meat separate. If you have someone in your family that doesn't eat meat, doesn't like meat or whatever, that person is happy. And you can please everyone, basically. You know what I mean? It's it's a pretty easy dish for something like that, which we often encountered in our family. So I hope you give it a try, and uh, I hope you like it. It's a great recipe for a dreary winter evening. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.